Amen. Jesus spoke this parable drives to those who believed in their own righteousness and held everyone else in contempt. And we are given the great breath of the Lord to know, all right, that it is from you. Right? We chat this in the gradual from Psalm 16. From you, Lord, judgment comes. Your eyes behold what is right. I must not exalt myself over and against anyone, but strive to live that righteousness which comes from the only living God. Paul, in his first letter to the Corinthians, explicates that in a sense that's even more difficultly. The same Spirit gives all these gifts. We must ward ourselves to not either become jealous nor proud. One might say, geez, miraculous power seems like the good one here. No, God gives. God gives to each as he sees fit. What for the common good? And yes, I might want to be, you know, the top combed head of the hair, and really I'm just the heel of the shoe. And if I think I'm supposed to be up higher when I'm really lower, that's when great trouble comes. And so we make an immense act of trust in divine providence. You have me, Lord, right where you want me in order to be a saint. The eighth chapter of Jesus, King of Love, is the longest chapter in the book. But I'd like to quote from the very beginning because it gives some good context for our pursuit of sanctity and the Lord's grace. He writes, All the materials needed for the forging of heroes of virtue, or saints, the bronze, the crucible, the workmen, are ready at hand. Favorable circumstances have been wisely accumulated by the skill and foresight of providence for the realization of a masterpiece. So the success, as far as heaven is concerned, is already assured. In the midst of the forge stands the master of masters, the divine craftsman whose eyes are uncreated beauty, whose hands are truth and omnipotence, whose heart is throbbing with divine eagerness. Cyber, that's my favorite part, whose heart is throbbing with divine eagerness. He continues. He's anxiously waiting there for the decisive fiat of the human heart. And whenever this rings out, resolute and generous, the master sets to work and soon breathes into the bronze the breath of immortality, which in the Garden of Eden transformed a body of clay into the perfect Adam. Yes, how shall we be saints? By first making that act of trust that when I kneel down and say, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner, right? A righteous prayer, as we learn from the Lord. To be merciful to me, and then acknowledge I have the gifts from the Spirit that the divine craftsman has put everything he wants for my sanctity right here. He's ready to go, and his heart beats, throbs. I mean, that's the throb is such an intense word. It's like an outward pulse, right? You see an icon of the sacred heart? The heart's always on the outside, right? I don't know if you've... I had the terrifying privilege to witness an open-heart surgery. I mean, it's, you saw the heart beating. You imagine our hearts, like, throbbing out. And 
every icon of the Sacred Heart is what? On fire. It's on fire. I want to set fire to the earth. Be merciful to me, a sinner. Justification that comes by water and blood from the Holy Cross, right? The firing of your holiness of life and mine is lit by the kindling of the cross, if you will. And the great power of the resurrection that calls every soul to cry out, be merciful to me, a sinner, and then I'm going to be holy right where I am, right there where I am. Now, in the day-to-day of the spiritual life, you might say they are the great pillars of the spiritual life, the morning offering, meditation or mental prayer, Lexio Divina, however you say it, at least 20 minutes a day of meditation. Saying the Holy Rosary. If we could do it as a family, that's great. But saying the Holy Rosary. Doing at least 15 minutes of spiritual reading. Making an examination of conscience at night. Right? Morning offering, mental prayer, Holy Rosary, spiritual reading, examination of conscience. I don't forget, I mean, the Mass, of course, the Mass. But we can't always, I can always get to Mass. I'm a priest. You can't always get to Mass. I mean, that's a great good. Don't get me wrong but making like a spiritual communion if you can't go to Mass. And to see our day, that the Divine Master, He's got everything He wants, and He wants our, our yes, that's, what did He say? Decisive and generous. I make that morning offering saying, Lord, my heart is Yours today. And in a sense, the day has those two poles, my morning offering, I give You my heart happily and generously, and then the examination of conscience at night. Praise you for the good I've done. I make an act of contrition for the bad. I write something down to take to my next confession. And then in the middle of that, right, my meditation when I talk to God. This is what's easy. This is what's hard. This is what's going well. This is what's going badly. This is what excites me. This is what frustrates me. And so on. Saying that holy rosary where we all know it, right? Acknowledge God as my Father, Jesus, my Savior, Holy Spirit, my Sanctifier. Call Mary my mother. Give glory to the Blessed Trinity. Meditate on the sweet and beautiful life of our Savior Jesus. Do some spiritual readings that constantly form my mind, get fresh. And then my own experiences. And that's what brings so many people to Christ. A Christian, when they do that, they can then do what? Do what's hard and still be cheerful and persevere in it suffer and still have a smile on their faith. Jeez, why do you do, why are you out here working in the sun and not miserable? Well, I am, but I'm giving it to the Lord. Why are you doing this mind-numbing office task again, 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 and not just zoning out like a zombie? Because I'm giving it to our Lord. My kids drive me nuts. Why do you seem to like your kids, right? Well, they drive me nuts too, but I give it to the Lord, and so on and so forth, right? This throbbing heart of our Savior to be saints because we are not proud. We do not exalt ourselves. We start our day low morning offering and low in an examination of conscience and say, be merciful to me, a sinner. How's that prayer of humility end? Lord, grant that others may be holier than me as long as I'm as holy as I should be. Yes, exactly right. That Everyone run past me, as long as I run as far as I can. It's another way of saying, be merciful to me, a sinner.
There are many gifts for building up the good. I'm careful that I don't get jealous of someone else's, don't get bitter about my own, which is hard. It's all hard, right? Take up the cross. But know that this is the wish of the throbbing heart of Jesus, and we make that decisive and generous. Yes, boom, he gets to work. He gets to work. He gets to work making us saints. Holy Mary, pray for us that we will stay very faithful and make all of our rough roads sweet and peaceful. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.